Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Joey. And I'm Sonia, and welcome to Fostering Life with Joey and Sonia Foster. Listen, we are so excited about this podcast and just being able to do life together with you all every week. Yes, we are. We're going to be talking about relationships, marriage, faith, family, entrepreneurship, personal development. Mm -hmm. Listen, you name it, we're going to be talking about it. And also, we want to let you know that this is a fun and a safe and an authentic environment for you to come and just grow together with us. Yes, so if you have any questions questions. or any input, um, you can always go to our website, which is www.joeyandsoniafoster.com. Listen, we look forward to offering any insight and even some advice to any of those anonymous questions that you send in. It's going to be amazing. Yes, it's going to be so fun. And thank you guys for being a part of our community. Make sure that you share and subscribe and tell all of your friends, all of your family about Fostering Life with Joey and Sonia Foster. Hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode with Joey and Sonia Foster. Yeah. Fostering life, where we talk about life, love, and everything, everything in, between. in between. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited about this episode. And one of the reasons I'm excited about this episode is because you're in front of me again and you find like you was the last episode. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, I let's see what that, that gets me. <laughs> <laughs> that laugh will not get you anything. <laughs> Just a heads up. All of the players on the line, you know, that's that Jerome that Martin laugh. <laughs> Player from the Himalayas. Listen, speaking of players, let me tell you something. I have a, we have an issue in the foster household, and this issue is something that maybe the listeners can help us resolve hmm. because I'm fighting for the affection of my wife in my house. <laughs> all right. I just want to let you all know. Well, that not the affection of me. It's just you have more. You have a competition. I got in the competition house. in the house. I think that's that. That is more of the issue because you got my affection, babe. Ah, I like that kind of talk. But I do have competition in the house. You have competition. Who's in the my house. competition in the house? My son, <laughs> a six-year-old. A six-year-old. A he, six-year-old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He loves me pretty. Pretty much, like he, he is obsessed with you. Jace is. Well, that is what Kirsten says. She says that Jace is obsessed with me. It is not normal, mommy. He loves you like a weird kind of love. That's it is kind of scary, though. I just I gotta <laughs> agree with Kirsten on this one. His love for you is very, very scary. It's almost stalkerish. <laughs> I mean, you can go to Walmart okay, or the so, Publix, okay. and he's like. Where's mommy? Where's mommy? Where is she coming back? I'm like, yo, she went, she's, she's gone five minutes. Well, he's a six year old. Right. And I think most guys like, I mean, most little boys are like that uh, about their mom. This dude is crazy. You know, but, um, what kind of scared me the other day, <laughs> you know, it was kind of concerning, we're not scared, but kind of concerning. So, you know, we're doing virtual school, right? So we're doing virtual school. So we're sitting there and we have a little break every now and then we'll get like five minutes that both of the kids are, um, you know, they're on break. And so Kirsten is coming into the room and we're just kind of talking. And I don't know how in the world we got on the topic about dying and, um, you know, how that works. We, we have all kind of conversations in this house with our kids. So they're talking about dying and things of that sort. And, um, I mentioned something about if I die or 
how things go and he, they wanted to know how things were buried. This is what's happening in foster household <laughs> during virtual school here. You know, and I was trying to explain to them that your soul um, leaves you and now you have a shell that is left on earth that we bury and go into the ground. And I said, so if I die, you know, I'll, you know, and I was just trying to explain this, not trying to make him think that I'm dying, but, you know, I guess that's normal. So he says that, well, I'm going to get a knife and I'm going to stab myself, stab myself in the heart so I can die and be with you. See, see, I told you something's wrong with him. <laughs> something's wrong with this guy. And I was like, no, geez. <laughs> I said, first of all, I'm not dying. Okay. I'm not dying. Jeez. But I said, but if I ever die one day, long, 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 long time from now, I'm going to need you not to do that because here it is. I said, you still have Kirsten here and you still have your daddy here. And they Jeez. how how are they going to handle Jeez, both Jeez. of them, you know, both of us happening at the same time? Jeez. I said, so you're going to have to stay here and just be strong, buddy. Yeah, something he, is wrong. Listen, something that boy, and not only did he say that, so we have a six-year-old that said he is going to die for his mother, mm -hmm. which is okay. All right. And not only does he did he say that, but he did something else. And this is where I drew the line. He proposed to you. Yes. <laughs> yes, he did. What is going on? Is this normal behavior? He proposed to me. He found my ring box. Um, of course, it's empty. He finds it. And I guess he couldn't find a ring. So he just got the shiniest thing that he could find, which was a quarter. He puts the quarter in the ring, oh um, you know, the ring box, our carrier. And he comes beside me and he gets on one knee, opens it up with the biggest smile on his face. I mean, he it was just so guy, gorgeous. Man. Oh, this he guy, was the cutest man. little guy. He was the cutest little guy. And guy. it just melted my heart. <laughs> this guy. You see what I'm... I, I, what? So there's competition. And not only did he propose to you once... Yeah, he proposed to me. Yes, that. Yeah, so that was like the first time he did it was probably about a year ago, and he did it about three days ago. <laughs> That's and I was, what I'm saying. He did it about three days ago, and I said, "Buddy, I can't marry you, okay, because I'm your mom." I said, "But I can love you forever." He was like, "Um, well, I can be daddy." <laughs> he said, "He's going to be me." Yeah. You yeah. see, you see that this is the problem we're having. Yeah. Yeah. So. This yeah, guy, man. but this. he he just loves me, and he and he he just tells me, "I love you so much. I love you so much, mommy. I love you more than anything in the world." He said, "Nothing could never stop me from loving you." What kind of six year old is this? <laughs> I mean, he said he literally expresses his affection for his mother seventeen thousand times a day. Yes, you mm -hmm. can go to the store, and you wouldn't even be in the car yet, and he's asking me. When is mommy coming back home? Yeah. As if he's like left with an unfit parent or something. <laughs> like what's going on? Like, bro. Well, he does ask about his dad. Okay, guys. He uh, does ask about I his dad when, it. you know, I, he's somewhere working or that when daddy's yeah. coming home, when daddy's coming home. So it's the same thing. It was not the yeah, same. It's, not it's the a little same. extreme with me. I do admit. Okay. But, you know, it's such a amazing um, display of love that yeah. I think, listen, er, I, I hope everyone gets to feel that type of love from, from somewhere, from some avenue, just as 
pure, unconditional, yeah. no, you know, agendas. Like it, it's it's a, it's an amazing feeling. I know moms that have little boys. Most boys are are like are like that to some degree. So listen, it's it's, it's an amazing yeah. feeling. But you guys have those with the girls. Yeah, you know. So it, she's, even, she's not gonna. Kirsten but is Kirsten way, is yeah, Kirsten not. is a little <laughs> less emotional. <laughs> she is not so she's like thinking it in her head. She would never say it, but she'll right. just come up to, and hug you, and yeah. that was it. Or she'll just come and lay yeah. on you and yeah. things of that sort. That's so funny how our kids are like so different, opposite, totally yeah. opposite. It's a crazy. Yeah. You know, I, I guess we do have to do a podcast. I guess so. Let's talk about something that I thought was interesting when we're talking about how Jace just automatically loves you. Like his love for you, it just flows freely. There's no, there's nothing you can do to, it's just, it's just there. And that's beautiful. And I started thinking about that in terms of relationships and how it's possible to have like these competing things going on um, and dating relationships specifically. And, e- and even in actually in various types of relationships, because there's two ways you can kind of approach the, the progression of a relationship. It can either be a flowing relationship or a force fitting one. Now, this is an interesting thing. I want to get your input on this. I want to hear what you think um, in terms of force fitting. Because when I hear that, I'm just be honest. I think in terms, I think when I hear the term force fitting, I think about something and maybe I'm wrong, but I think about something that that's something that women do more so than men do. Um, wow. Um, what, 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 you know. So let me let me let me preface it though. So when okay. I, when we say force fitting, what we're talking about is it's almost like taking a square peg and trying to put it in a round hole. Like it's trying to make something work, mm. even though it's obvious and apparent that it's not working. But you're gonna make it work. <laughs> so force fitting. That's for me in my experience. I've seen that happen overwhelmingly with women I mean that yeah, more yeah, so yeah, than yeah, absolutely men. absolutely because I think um generally um speaking women um value relationships more you know they value them more and they have more um goal they, they are more goal oriented when it comes to relationship versus I think generally speaking a lot of guys you know they kind of come in as a it's a leisure thing it's a you know a hobby versus women come in like no this is a career <laughs> you know okay I see what you're saying you know and um so the women kind of get in and I and I think you know a lot of factors play into that you know a lot of factors mm-hmm. play into that but my my thoughts are I don't think any relationship should be forced mm-hmm. no type of relationship should be forced no <clears throat> type I don't care what it is mm-hmm. there's never a time where you should be forcing anything in a relationship and it's like it a lot of times it doesn't start off that way though so relationships don't always well maybe sometimes they do well, that's just, you know they, the origin of something really tells a lot about how it's going to flow throughout mm-hmm. a, that's true. throughout it throughout the life of it so I, I think in terms of force fittings there are a number of reasons that we've seen as it relates to why uh, people in general, because yes, we're saying sometimes it's, it's more women than men, but actually it's men as well. We all do it. And maybe we do it in our, in our, um, associations. Maybe we do it at work. Maybe we do whatever. But some of the reasons, uh, as it relates to relationships that I've seen women particularly, and some men do is they force fit because probably the number one reason is we've been together so long. 
Oh, absolutely. Oh, we've been together too long for us to Listen, break up now. I don't have time to be starting over. I can't start over. Oh, <laughs> the fear of starting over? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, the yeah. The fear of starting over? No, that's... The, the, the start over, you know, it's like, man, it's always a f- the, the, the idea that I've wasted time. Mm. You know, yeah. I've wasted time, time I cannot get back. And, you know... All of us women, you know, we feel that, I guess we call that that, that biological clock ticking, mm-hmm. you know, especially when we get past 25, you know, it's, it's, it's something that we're supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. something that we, whether it's finishing our, um, getting a place in our career mm-hmm. or getting into a more serious relationship yeah. or, you know, we always have these things, oh, I should have been done this before. I should have um, been on the path of, of buying my house by now. I should have mm. went to this many countries. You know, you know that, that pursuit of destination that we um, spoke about a couple of podcasts ago. Yeah. And um, so with relationships, it's always about time. It's always about timing. How much time do I have? How much time have I wasted? How much time have, do I need to invest? And when it comes down to just forcing a lot of things with the whole time, it's like, listen, I have wasted two years of my life and nobody wants to face the, I, the, the, the fact or ideal or possibility that I've wasted time. Yeah. And I agree with that. I, I've, we've seen to where we let time make us blind, mm. right? We sometimes we allow time to make us blind. So we allow people to get away with things that we never would cognitively let somebody get away with because we've known them for a amount of time. Because of time. It's like, oh, well, well, yeah, whatever, but I just, we'll work through it. But you would think that would be something that would help because I really believe time is one of the most valuable things that we have. Not only is it the only um, thing that we can't, re- um, I guess only God can redeem this, yeah, you know, yeah. we can get money back, but we can't get time back, Right, right. you know? And, um, so I would think that it would be more, I mean, I guess seen or utilized as more of a, um, carefully thought out thing mm-hmm. to say like, listen, I'm not wasting another second of my life. I'm not wasting another minute arguing. I'm not making right. chasing asking thousand you know i would think Mm -hmm. that that would be the case but it's like in this particular situation it's always like well i'll just wait it out yeah and that's we waited out like so we like you say the most valuable asset we have on earth Mm -hmm. is the thing we just just sometimes flippantly just just give it away yeah it's all we'll just wait it out like no you you can't wait it out because tomorrow one tomorrow's not promised and we don't get any more time back. Right. We don't get it back. And time is so honest. That's the, that's the thing I love about time. It's so honest. It would always tell you the truth. If yeah. you just wait a little, you, you know. Oh, hold on. Time tells you the <laughs> truth. So I don't care what you thought. I don't care what has been covered, what has been, you know, you know, tried to be duplicated or imitated at some point. Time is gonna mm-hmm. tell you the truth. It's like it's it's like a best friend. It's like it's only so long <laughs> they're gonna let you be stupid. Right. You know, <laughs> you know, they're gonna say like, "Listen, girl, like, yep. dude, like, for real, how long are you gonna keep doing this? Yep. Don't you remember this? And don't you remember this? And yep. don't you remember this? That is time. Yep. So time is an awesome thing. But I think we don't we don't take advantage of what it provides right. for us in our lives, and we kind of just sit back and say, "Well, this time it's gonna be different. This time, this right. time, this time," and a 
lot of times we come to those conclusions without the counter person or partner making the promise or making the steps or necessary actions. And that's the scary part mm. that um, be like, you know, like, really, are you going to keep wasting this precious time yeah. trying to force something yeah. that just not there? Listen, relation, especially when it comes to relationships, relationship just shouldn't be that hard. Say I, I, that. I, I, Hold on. You can need to rewind, rewind that and say that one more again. One more time. It, it shouldn't <laughs> be. It shouldn't be. This is a relationship. Yep. It shouldn't be that hard. And even marriages, you yeah. know, it shouldn't be that hard. It's work. It's compromise. Yes. It's all of those things. But it's not tedious, tedious hard work. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard work that pays off. Right. Not hard work that have you drained and dying before you, exactly. you know, like it's not gray hair hard work. And this is what... What, what I think we don't sometimes understand about relationships and even marriage, like you said, it's, it is work, but it's not hard work, meaning hard work leaves you frustrated. Like you're working only to be more frustrated, right? Not for the relationship to be more fruitful. Mm -hmm. So there's two types of work. So, and sometimes in dating relationships, I hear this all the time. Y'all singles lean in here. Cause I'm telling you, I'm coming for your life right here. I hear this all the time. Well, you know, it's people who've been together 30 or 40 years that don't been through a whole lot of things that's oh, going gosh. on, you know? So, so, so you mean to me, you're going to excuse this dysfunctional toxic behavior that's happening because chronically every, because everybody's this, this because in toxic. your in your mind, <laughs> Everybody is chronically dysfunctional and toxic. Everybody does this. Everybody fights on the weekend. (laughs) That is not not normal behavior. That's not normal. You know, so I, I, you know, I kind of look at it as, you know, this puzzle, you know, this puzzle of life. And every piece has a specific place. And I don't, you know, it's shaped a certain way. It's, so it, it, it's shaped like that on purpose. It's designed like that on purpose because it's only going to fit in this one particular place. Mm-hmm. But there are going to be some pieces that mm, that can fit a little bit. You know, it has a similar shape, you know, a similar curve, a similar indention. But, you know, you can force it in there mm-hmm. and it'll look okay until it's around everything that really does fit and then it'll be like it'll be a hump there it'll be you know so it's like a lot of times you can get away with force fitting Mm -hmm. when everything around you is force being force fitted wow so you're talking about other relationships that you're around uh, other marriages that you're around um just other situations in your life it's not flowing right but one of the things that is so um illuminating i think is when you start aligning your aligning your life and aligning the proper people in the proper places and then you'll understand a whole lot of things are out of line and out of whack like when you put god first you put family first and you begin to align those things in your life, getting areas of relationships right, getting areas in your career right, getting areas in your marriage right, getting areas. And it's like the more you get right around you, the more um, the the wrong is highlighted. And mm. I think it's so important that we um, continue, continue to seek after, you know, the right people placement in our lives in all areas. And I think it will help us. And especially when it comes down this, to this whole yeah. romantic um, you know, relationship. Oh man, that's, that, that's so good. I think 
So, so there's always the we've been together so long. That's why we force fitting. And then there's the that's that's the the external one. But here's the internal one that we might not always voice, but is there. We're afraid to be alone or we don't want to be alone. You know, I would rather have somebody with me than just be by myself. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? I'd rather have somebody that I can call. We can kick it every now and then. I know it's dysfunctional. I know it's toxic. And I don't know how the day going to go. But, you know, at least at, at least I have somebody. At I least can, I have somebody. At least I have somebody. It's, it's a that, body. <laughs> you know, and it's that serious. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, it's that serious that and I and that we have not learned as human beings to be happy with ourselves alone. Yeah. Wow. You know, it always have to be accompanied by something. Yep. Good, bad, or ugly, as long as I have company, mm-hmm. as long as I have a companion, then it's it's okay because, again, you know, it's validation that we made it. It's validation that, you know, we we, we are worth being with. Mm-hmm. It's validation that I'm valuable. It's validation that I look nice. It's, val- it's so much validation yeah. um, because of our insecurities that we face with being alone. Wow. So it... It provides something for us, regardless of how bad the person is, unfortunately. So what happens is, though, when we have that, when we're in that space to where we just really don't want to be by ourselves, the, what ends up happening internally is we never really grieve the losses that we've had in our lives so that we can heal from it. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's, it's especially for guys. This is what guys do. Guys use women to get over women. Right. So if the if we get hurt bad enough, we'll just try to find another woman and never deal with it. We'll just we'll never grieve the loss, even though we're hurt. We won't say it. So we'll just move on and try to find another woman, try to find another woman. And we end up many guys, ladies, listen to me, fellas, lean in. Many fellas, man, they don't like being alone. They've never been alone. Right. They move from relationship to relationship. And the moment when they spend a month two months and I'm not talking about a month or two months in between relationships I'm talking about dedicated time just for themselves they don't know what to do but that's one of the issues though that the that the women are having you know because of the fact that you said that men heal with other yeah we use women to get over women you guys use not you not you no, not but me. Guys, the devil is a lie. Use, come on, somebody. <laughs> now, maybe I have in the past. In the past, right. I got to testify oh, now. Come on here. <laughs> but, um, but here's the thing, though. That is why a lot of women stay in the relationships. Yeah. Because here's the thing. The, 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 I guess the, um, the hesitance comes in is because we think maybe possibly they are going to go and be with someone else. You know, because as soon as I give up on them, yeah. right, as soon as I give up on them, they're going to go and be with someone else. And all of the time and investment that mm. I've put into yeah. them, someone else is going to reap the things that I've sown. So to avoid that, to, you know, because that is catastrophic, yeah. you know, like, hold up, this is major. I'm mm-hmm. d- Listen, this is next to the world trade center falling down like this is this is a major that you've invested all of this stuff all of these things all of these resources into this guy right and then they go and then you guys broke up after six seven eight ten years and then six months down the line is a big social media announcement that he's engaged wait hold on that's like the i know yep I know this. <laughs> I know. He, 
And girl, he what? He uh-huh. And they on the like they all happy. <laughs> he all smiling. Got me looking stupid. And now he got me over here looking stupid. <laughs> I done put 10 years, <laughs> right. 6 years, and oh now you God. embarrassed and now everybody's blowing up your phone yep. and, every, and you know, it's it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot so to avoid even the possibility of that that happening, you know, I think a lot of women just stay because you know, maybe he just needs six more months. And listen, let me tell you something. He does not need six more months. He does not need another year. I'm just being honest. The, the reason, listen, you train people how to treat you. So whenever you're in a situation, how you're training somebody how to teach you is by what you tolerate. Okay? So whatever you tolerate is education for the person you're in a relationship with. Wow. Okay, so what happens is you think by giving him six more months is going to help. It's not. It's going to hurt because now you've just showed him that he can do this or she because it can go either way. He or she, let me be fair, can can do this. All of the things that they've done, they can do this, 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 and you're still going to stay. Right. Now right. We're talking about dating relationships now, right? At this point, right? Mm -hmm. All right. So you're showing that person. So you're saying, well, I give, well, we're going to figure it out. Six more months, another year, whatever. We've been together so long, whatever. You don't understand. You just gave a green check light for all of the things that has happened and you still stayed. Right. You, you understand that now. I want you to see. You think, oh, well, I'm being loyal and we're going to ride it out. No, 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 no. <laughs> it, very few cases is that the case. Most cases, you are basically saying it is okay that you do this, that you do this. I remember one time, true story. I remember one time we had, we were, oh man, what we were getting ready. I was trying to talk to you. Mm. It took so long for me to be able to start having conversations. Anyway, so, it, you know, I was still, you know, God was working on me, y'all. I feel like y'all judging me. I feel like the listeners are judging me at this very moment. <laughs> I feel the judge. So I was, you know, we were talking to something and then I don't know what happened, but you were ended up like I would never answer the call. I would never answer the phone. Like I was like notorious. You know how it is. You know, man, you out there living that life. And she and you would call and I would never answer the phone. But then I would want to call on my terms. Like right. when I made time, I'm like, OK, so I'm going to call, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. And I remember one day you was like, listen, OK, we're not going to play this game. All right. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm serious. No, no, no. I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. And this was like very early in it our relationship. Early. It was like it was early in our very relationship. Early, yeah. But um, this it was a time to where I you had never done it to this degree. You know, you're a call because I, I would figure you at work or whatever the case is, blah, 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 mm -hmm. blah. But this time you didn't call like after nine o'clock. I didn't hear from you and um, I didn't hear from you until the next morning. And I said I once I you did pick up the phone that morning. You picked up the phone that morning and I said or no, you called me. I think you called me. Like and you called me like it was nothing. Oh no, wrong. Ain't nothing going on. Like it was nothing going <laughs> oh, on. No, you straight. What, what, that you was good? the strangest thing. <laughs> and I was like, this is he just talking to me like he, he didn't just avoided my call all night. Right. And at some point the phone goes off and it just starts going straight to voicemail. <laughs> oh, that's where you really get mad. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, 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 so, no. oh, so now you're going, oh, okay. okay. Don't even so worry about I it. said, yeah. So here here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah, this will not, this is not 
gonna happen. Because yeah. no, because I, I remember saying like, um, yeah, so yeah, don't worry about calling me. I, I'm good. I'm straight. Yeah. <laughs> and we then had a whole thing. Yeah. You called me. I hugged. I was like, no, 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 no. It's okay. No, we don't have to ever talk again. You know, I know you're busy. And I just kept hanging up. You kept going like, wait, what's up? What's up? What's up? I know you knew what was up though. But no, right then, because I, I had to set, I had to set a precedence to where like, listen, this is not happening. Right. You and know, here, and, and I think that is so important and people run away from that because what if you would have just left and just never called? Okay. No, you but, know? but here's the thing. The thing about that, it, that, that is, I think is so relevant to this conversation is that it was in that moment that we had that interaction that let me know, okay, for her, this is not something that is, can continue. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. This was not, it doesn't matter what's next. This can't continue with her. Now with other people, maybe that would have been okay, but with her, this can't continue. So that's, that's what we're saying. We're saying that you think by adding more time to the back end of the relationship is helping. No, what's going to help is addressing the issue. Mm -hmm. And then if the issue warrants you doing something as far as leaving, then you need to do that if it's it's dysfunctional and toxic. And it's not an ultimatum, you know, because, you know, the the, the manipulating tactic is don't give me an ultimatum. Because if you give me an ultimatum, that is the ultimate shutdown. So I'm leaving because nobody's going to give me an ultimatum. Do you hear this Arnold Schwarzenegger voice that I just changed <laughs> to? Don't, with, give, me don't give me an ultimatum. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> but that's the thing. So um, a lot of people are scared to make, give that, give that, I mean, to have that conversation mm-hmm. because they feel like, oh, I don't want to give them an ultimatum because that's the ultimate. Like, no, no. But it's not an ultimatum. It's just what it is. Yeah, you it's know? not an ultimatum. It's, it's just, not an you're ultimatum. Just basically, you tra- again, you train people how to treat you. Mm-hmm. So so when, you, when you're force-fitting, it, it's damaging because you disregard the actual pain that you had to endure, the discomfort you had to endure, all in the name of keeping somebody around. Yep. And that is dangerous, right? So, so many different reasons. But um, here's the thing, because um, just, just to finish the story, you never did that again. Like, ever. We never had that conversation ever again. There was never a time where I called you and you did not pick up. Now, I don't know how did that happen, but it was never a time I called you and you didn't pick up. And if you didn't pick up, you was calling me within 60 seconds. It it was, so it was, it wasn't like, you know, you ignored and like blah, 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 because I believe you felt you, I believe you knew I was serious about it. And wasn't just like bluffing. Yeah. So what? What a lot of times, man, we giving y'all the game today, y'all. I'm just being honest. We giving y'all the game. If you're in a dating relationship, here is the game. Here it is. A lot of it was, I was trying to control what type of relationship or friendship or connection we're gonna have. Mm-hmm. It's going to be on my terms. You see what I'm saying? That's that's what it was. It was like, no, I'm not going to answer the phone. I don't want to talk to her right now. I'm going to talk to her. I'm going to let her know that I'm going to call her um, when, when I feel like talking to her. I have the her. control, right? right. I'm, that's, so it was this this immature jockeying for mature, uh, control type deal. And it what it is is once you see that, I mean, when you're on the other side of that, the other end of receiving of that, once you see that, you have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Because if not, you're going to end up months or years later 
in a relationship that you forced into the next space. Like you, I've seen it. We've seen it where people have literally forced people into engagements. Like, oh yeah, absolutely. Now you might not have held the gun to their head, but you, you put the fire under their feet and you should never have to put fire under the feet of somebody to be engaged or to want to be, to spend the rest of their life with you or even be with you. Like, Two people, like we tell marriage couple, marriage couples all the time, married couples all the time when we're, when we're doing coaching and everything, we're letting them know, hey, listen, the reason y'all are together is because y'all want to be together. Right. So never forget that. If, if, if at any point the other person don't want to be with the other person, they are willing and able to do whatever they want to do. You need to catch this. So two people that are together should want to be together. Right. If one person is trying to coax or coach the other person to be inside of something or one person is giving more than the other person is giving, then that's a cause for alarm. I don't believe that there is. there are many things a person can do to convince a person to be with them. Yeah. Like, I really don't believe there's anything, but just for sake of just something that may be out there mm-hmm. that I don't know about, but I really don't believe that there is anything yeah. someone, can, someone can do to convince them to be with them. And I think... Um, one of the important things that, you know, we have to do is when we have those conversations, um, you know, because this is the conversation that is going to tell you whether or not you're working too hard, mm-hmm. you know. And I yep. think so you have to have these conversations because it's going to tell you, is, is it all worth it? Mm-hmm. You know, that is why you have to have this conversation. Yep. And when you have the conversation, it's important that you come aggressive, not screaming and you know, whatever, but don't be so passive and just word about just firm, you know, just very firm on what it is that you, who you are and what is the requirement of being with you. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with having, having requirements. And if that person is not willing to, uh, to, to, to conform to that or to, um, agree to that, then, you know, they're just not the fit Yeah, and it's okay that there's not the fit. But you know, when we have these conversations, we have to be firm and we have to be truthful and we have to not, we can't be bluffing. You know, Uh-oh. we can't Uh-oh. be bluffing. A lot of times we think it's a game. So we try to learn, oh, if I do this and they're going to respond like this. No, 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 no. No, they're not because they're going to play the game too. And they're going to see how long you can hold out. And yep. they're going to see, how, you know, just as much because I'm going to do it again. And I'm going to see, what, um, you know, were they telling the mm-hmm. truth? Like, and, and for some reason... P- People know how to sniff out a bluff. Yeah. They know when you're bluffing. They know when you're not, oh, I'm just act like I don't care about them. I'm going to act like that I'm not concerned. You know, and you end up being in more turmoil than them because yep. you send them on their IG page and they at the party and they over here. You stalking them and they you the one dysfunctional. Them and you stalking them and you the one that's supposed to be acting like you you you're unconcerned. You you so now you're the worried one in the in in the situation. It's like, but people know when you're bluffing. People know when you're real. Yeah. People know when you're bluffing. So at the end of the day, do you? Let them know like this is gonna be it, and if they're not willing to to change, you know, they're they are not the fit. Yeah. It, also, I just thought about this though. Let's talk about force fitting as a return as it relates to in the church dating in the church. Mm. Like it's possible to. Okay, I'll give you an example. So you had an opportunity to force fit. You didn't. Mm-hmm. But think about this. Imagine you imagine you trying to make me y'all got to know our, a little bit of our story. Go back and watch, listen to the other podcast. But imagine you trying to make me 
be the quote air quotes right fit for the for the you know the time in which we met right so right. you see what i'm saying so you're in the church um singing preaching prophesying all that good stuff beautiful praise the lord um i'm just singing with the gospel choir that's it you know i just had to get my little church fix whatever church fix <laughs> that's it on my way to <laughs> the club enough. right um but then we get into this relationship you know time later whatever and i never felt because the, here's the mature the, the the maturation i never felt the need from you to you that you were trying to force me into being something mm-hmm. that I wasn't. Or, and we never forced our relationship. Okay. And that's so, I think that's 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 the key. We just we just let it float into what it what it yeah. what it was going to be. And I don't think either one of us was set on a final destination. So so the opposite end of the force fit. So the opposite is don't force fit, but let it flow. Absolutely. Absolutely. We were, we wasn't set on a final destination, right? Right. We were just flowing and yep. saying, not that we didn't have goals and not that we didn't have a clear, um, a clear, I guess, intent. Mm-hmm. That's not it. But you can't, I think we get married sometime to the destination and we don't, we don't live out the journey. Yeah. We, we miss what's supposed to be gained and what's supposed to be, um, what's supposed to grow in the journey that we mess up even a destination that, you know, that, that, that it should be, whether it should not be, or whether it should be, mm. we mess it up because we don't take the time in the journey to get, to let it flow and just happen. And, you know, I think some people are maybe scared of that, mm-hmm. or they may feel like, oh, that is too relaxed or, you know, oh no. And they come with, they plan, you know, and, um, you know, this, this, this is going to happen by by month three right. they, we're gonna go meet the parents exactly. and then month six but and i'm gonna introduce them to my kid yep. and then month nine oh, we should be, be getting serious and it's like that's just too much yeah we never we never got into that we always would just enjoy each other yeah and enjoy i think sometimes singles man listen just okay i know there's a lot of pressure out there social media brings a lot of pressure right and on so many things bring pressure but man, just enjoy the person you're in a relationship with. Have fun. That's relax, it. That's it. Like laugh. stop. Like stop everything. Stop yeah. it. Stop planning the wedding on the first date. Stop wondering whether or not they'll be a good father. Good. Um, uh, listen, we're not having that conversation yet. We're just enjoying each other. And we're how, just dating. And yeah. And how many marriages are all over the place because they're no, they no longer enjoy each other. Exactly. That is the foundation. Yep. You know, if you're not enjoying each other, it's, yep. everything is going to be a force fit. Right. Every single thing is going to be like so much hard work. But you have to always like, who is this person I'm with? And you never want to, you never, listen, we always tell couples this. You never want to have to go outside of your spouse to have fun. Right. Let that me is tell so you something. important, babe. You never want to have to go outside of your spouse to have fun. You should not have a fun life that does not include your spouse. I'm just be honest. Not saying that she can't, that you can't have fun outside of her or him. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if you know, if in order for you to have fun, they can't be there, then that's an issue. And that always provide a, a, a tension. 
Yep. It always provides this this tension in the in the marriage in the in or in or a relationship when that has to happen. If yep. somebody's just going to have fun and like you going with the guys right, right. and you guys may be going to Bruce room or you know somebody somewhere yeah. with some wings or whatever the case is, it's like it's fine. Oh, okay, great, awesome. Bring me a plate back. Right. And um, <laughs> that is yeah, the script. <laughs> I will see you when you get home. You know, but when it's when it has to be like they are running away from you. Mm. It's always this tension there. So now it's like the, you scared to text them and let them know what's going on. Mm -hmm. Oh, cause you know, in their mind, like, Oh, so they, they around here all laughing. You you know, you ain't posting (laughs) nothing. You, you're not calling. Cause Oh no, they can't hear my background because (laughs) you can't have fun. So you around here just having fun with everybody. You know, you having fun. Oh, so you laughing. You laughing. You You never laugh around me. Right. You know, and then even that becomes this this argument and this whole thing is like, really? And that is because you're not having fun with each other. Yep. And that's the thing. When you let it flow, even in marriage, it stops. Married couples stop trying to force everything. Mm -hmm. Let it flow. Let it build organically. If you're dating, listen, stop planning the wedding on the first date just date for data let it flow don't force fit there are some foundational things that have to be there yeah they gotta love jesus if you're a believer and all of that stuff and you don't you know they don't you don't want to be a serial killer let's be clear that's you know whatever that's that's important right but man let it flow because when you let it flow you build friendship Mm -hmm. you you gather data Mm -hmm. you get to know who you're dating right and then you build trust right when you let it flow you get you build a friendship you gather data and then you build trust it's so beautiful yeah it's so beautiful it when flow, it when man. it just flow just let it flow and i let it go just let it flow let it flow <laughs> let it flow is that elsa that's elsa or is that uh let it flow. no you're talking about hustling flow let it go. Well, let it go. Let it burn. Let it burn. You two saved. I'm sorry. Y'all, God forgive my wife. She saved. <laughs> you she... got to let it go. Come on here, somebody. <laughs> she better, she better I'm about to put you on the altar. <laughs> you know, let it go. You talking about let it flow. I know you need Ooh. to let it go. Okay. Let so. that thing go. But listen, guys, let it flow. Don't force fit, but let it flow. You're in a relationship. Man, enjoy the journey. Absolutely. There's joy in the journey when you find it, when you look for it. If you're in a marriage relationship, listen, every area of your life, your your relate your marriage relationship will be better when you guys come together and just let it flow. Stop. Take the pressure off. Mm-hmm. I know life brings pressure. I get it. Take the pressure off and let it flow. That is awesome. That is awesome. Listen, yep. I hate we have to end this conversation. Yeah. We have to pick this one up again. Let it flow. We gotta Stop yeah. force fitting and just let it flow. Let it flow wherever it's going. Yeah, let it <laughs> let listen, it flow out. That's, that's a whole nother <laughs> podcast because sometimes you need to let it flow to see where it's going. Right. Stop interrupting. Listen, you keep interrupting the movement. No, listen. let it flow. Uh-uh. uh-uh. Let, let them do it. Let, let them go ahead and do what they think. Oh, y'all having fun. Oh, oh we right. having fun. Awesome. Who with you? Y'all having fun? You laughing? <laughs> <laughs> listen, we got to go, guys. Uh, Joey, Sonia, fostering life. Well, we talk about life, love. And everything, and everything in between. between.